Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Hope you're having a great day. Dude, 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 dude. Can I say something? This is important to say. I guess it's called the Doug Olive Show. I can say something. Do you know what I, f- I felt like happened Saturday? Look, and I, I just, if I'm fully, fully honest with you, I think 
Some people in our profession on both sides have embarrassed themselves over the past couple months, past couple years. I'm not going to call it names. Not going to be that guy. Just you go you, 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 you too far. Go too far. But Saturday when uh, President-elect Biden, it was announced that he had won Pennsylvania. So they called the election. Uh, there were there were celebrations in some parts of the country. Look, I was on the 405 with my nephew, and there was a a car parade, a Trump car parade with the flags and everything. It was a weird, like we were sitting here talking about it. We're like, wait, and so I I honestly don't care what side of the political aisle you you sit on, um, and I'm not going to sit here and talk politics. But I I felt the relief of so many people. And it's a different relief than other people felt. You guys tell me if I'm wrong. Byron, I'm, I'm interested in yours music because music's constantly like, let's not talk about, let's not, we're a sports show. And I agree. I felt like Saturday was sports and politics never, no, no longer, uh, co- uh, no longer uh, combined. Like there's a, there's, they're going to do a, when, when Trump won four years ago, I was driving home. I was in New York city and Obviously, a lot of people in New York City, not fans. Um, and I was talking to my boss at the time and he, without knowing who he voted for, he said, like, you got to look at this the this way. This is the way to look at it. That for the next 50 years, political science is going to study that because Trump beat 15 establishment Republicans and then beat the Clinton machine. Like, it was amazing that he, he won the presidency and he got 70 million votes uh, this time. And uh, there's a lot of I don't know if he meant to do it. He didn't mean to do it, but sports and politics over the last four years became intertwined. That wasn't the case previously. Politicians would try and remember John Kerry. I like Manny Ortez is my favorite uh, Boston Red Sox, right? Sport. I Bill Clinton was a legit sports fan. I know when I was at Oklahoma state, uh, he would call my coach Eddie Sutton after big wins. They were at, at both at the university of Arkansas at the same time. They were longtime friends. But it was like there wasn't the tension between sport. Was you didn't have to pick a side in sports. You're like, I just like sports. I don't want to talk about Paul. Like sports was a, an escape, and I felt like Saturday sports got back to being an escape. You know, I I know that like I'm watching the Saturday night NBC game, and it was followed by Saturday Night Live with Dave Chappelle, a very politically toned. Um, uh, not just show, but his stand-up was as well. But did anybody else like Bayer? Did you feel that too? Like now that we, we we can get back to just like, hey, can we just get back to talk about sports and not having to worry about it? And I feel like that happened Saturday. Yeah, I I think that there was that that feeling. I also just think of we also now know like just to 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 have the answer. Like sometimes it's just the the anticipation of whatever side that you're you're on. And I know that you know there are people who voted for President Trump and wanted him to stay in office, but also now you know what's coming up. It may not be great, but now at least you know what you have to deal with. And I think that was also, um, I think that that happened. But yeah, I, I just, I, there I was just, like a release. Yes, I, I felt like there was a release. Like I just don't. I love my job. This is the. I was I was thinking about Alex Trebek who died yesterday at eighty years old, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, man. Thing about Alex Trebek is he had ter- he had cancer. It was riddled in his body. 
And those of us in Los Angeles who followed it, you knew it was not pancreatic cancer, like almost always a death sentence. And, but you thought like he was so invested in his job. He was so good at his job. Like he was focused, but it's because he had a great job, right? I have that kind of incredible job, obviously at the reach of, or the money of jeopardy. I'm not going to kid myself. Right. But I have an awesome job. But sometimes when I remember being doing cowherd show, when Drew Brees said what he said about the flag, which in all honesty is about as innocuous a comment as you're going to make, but because the times have become so politically charged, sports, politics, whatever, that I, I was like dreading, and I love filling in for Colin. That crew is fun, you know, a lot of times I bring Ryan with me, you know, and we, we, we have, it's awesome, and we do s- stupid debates in the, in the pre-show meeting, but I didn't, it wasn't fun at times. My job could not be, like, how do I avoid the elephant in the room? I feel like it's over. I feel like now it's like, now let's just talk about Tua Tungavailoa and Kyler Murray. Right? Like, how cool was that yesterday? But I want you to think about this for a second, okay? I, I met Tua. I am, my, my kids measured me. They're like, Dad, why were you met? Why were you listed at six foot one in Oklahoma City? You are not six foot. I was like, well, with shoes on, like, no chance. My kids measured me. They're like, you're not six feet tall. I was like, okay, I'm 5'11, three quarters, just underneath it. Anyway, I've met Tua. He's my size, maybe a little smaller. I met Kyler. He's a he's several inches smaller than me. Okay? I'm not a I'm a strong, pretty strong, broad dude. These guys like Kyler is not a big dude at all. Not a big dude. Um, and Tua's not a big dude. But man, they they could both play. It was fun to watch. It was. You're watching the future of the NFL. And Burroughs, much the same way. And look, Herbert's a, just a giant of an athlete. Family of stud athletes, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I mean, he looks the part. He runs, he throws. But the the smaller, spry quarterback, like that's kind of a new thing. Flutie was a gadget guy for a long time. Mike Vick, was, Mike Vick had moments of greatness. But there was a a little bit too off script, not accurate enough, and maybe a little bit too small. For my lifetime, I, when I when I was growing up, I knew I would be somewhere in the five ten to six foot variety, right? And I was a quarterback, and I was really pretty good. But everybody's like, "You're too small to play quarterback," you know, play wide receiver, play. And of course, I picked basketball. But at least in basketball, there was in college. There were there were landing spots for somebody like me. Tua yesterday in eighty seven point six QBR, seventy one percent completion percentage, thirty five yards rush yards. I disagree with with Trent. I know Trent loves Tua, but he's like, oh, he's gonna be like Aaron Rodgers. Like he's not. Aaron Rodgers is more athletic than Tua is. Twelve passes or ten or, or ten or more yards, and he was nine of twelve in this pass for one touchdown. There was improvement. He got better. Now it's hard to tell because most people think the Vance Joseph's defense isn't very good. But does it matter? He went from no wow plays to, oh, this guy's not bad. Not as athletic as Kyle. Like, you watch Kyle, like, holy cow. Doesn't have the arm strength of Kyle. You're like, oh, I still don't understand how he generates that, that amount of power. You watch Kyle, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, wow. You watch too, you're like, okay, yeah, he's pretty good. He's a good player. It's a good player. 
But but Kyler feels, and he has a year of experience, but it's more in the tangibles. And I understand that Tua has incredible intangibles as a leader, as a person, as a thinker and all that stuff. I, I get that. But you just look at the tangibles of two smaller quarterbacks, and Kyler is smaller. Kyler is lit. Like, he's one of those guys that you walk up and be like, that's it? Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Wait, that's it? Yeah. Johnny Manziel was small and slight and kind of slumped shoulders, and he towers over Kyler. But, man, that Kyler Murray is something. And then you watch two, and you're like, well, he's a little bit bigger. He's left-handed. He's not as athletic. He's a little thicker. He seems to read the defense well. He delivered the football like he's good. I don't, he doesn't seem to have the pop of a Russell Wilson with his arm or the foot speed of a Russell Wilson. That Kyler is a faster, slightly smaller, as explosive, or maybe even more explosive thrower of a, of a Russell. Watching both of them, Kyler looks, again, I, I said it last year, I'm in for Kyler long-term, more so than Lamar, more so than Darnold, who I love, more so I just, I think he's the deal. Um, I'm not out on Tua, I'm more in on Tua, but Tua is definitely more singles and doubles than, than home runs. It, it's, a, it's a, he's got an advanced mind for a guy his age but I don't know. I still don't know if the tangibles match up with the intangibles, which he clearly has. I mean, there's there's nothing crazy physically impressive about Tom Brady. And let's also remember that Drew Brees, if you remember Drew Brees when he was with the Chargers, and this is, you have to go back. Drew Brees with the Chargers, he had issues with arm strength. And there, you know, it wasn't just, being small and couldn't see and had to learn how to manipulate the pocket and they had to change the blocking for him. It, it was also just old school, pure arm strength that he appeared to not have. And then he, he started really working on it. And there was a year, his last year with the chargers, he kind of was, he, he changed some of his throwing and kind of loaded up and he wasn't as accurate. And then after the surgery, suddenly playing indoors, it seemed to work. So there's some, breeze to him there's some Brady to him in that you like a lot of things you can't necessarily pinpoint one thing he does better than everybody else but what I liked the best was there was remarkable improvement from one week to the next right there's still not the holy crap call your friends call your neighbors look at this throw that he made but he's pretty darn good Lamar Jackson bounced back in a big way yesterday, even though he didn't necessarily blow the doors off the Indianapolis Colts. I'll explain why it's important upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! 
I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Doug Gottlieb Show! Fox Sports Radio. Lamar Jackson did not start well yesterday. Uh, First half, no offensive points, 55 yards on offense. It's the first time in his career that he came back and won after trailing at the half. They're down 10-7 at the half. By the way, he had 55 total yards of offense. 55 total yards of offense. So... Uh, they had a very suspect interception. Was that was it Marcus Peters who had that pick that they it was crazy. So they they were helped out by a call. They were helped out by uh Phillip Rivers not being very good. He wasn't great in the second half. He finished the game with just 107 yards pass, 70 yards passing, only three incompletions, by the way. 58 total rushing yards, including the game winning ceiling uh touchdown. But he did enough. He did enough. For the first time ever, he came from behind, led a team from behind, and they got the win. And look, there's an expression that coaches use all the time, and I want to kind of share with you. Can you play well when you're not playing well? Make sense? Can you find a way? You know, 
up to this point, that's not really what he's been able to do. When he plays bad, it was bad, and the team collapsed. Fumbles, interceptions, fall behind, force things. And and they would actually, and you know, look, it, it helped the fact that the Colts seemed to still be a quarterback away and they couldn't run away and hide. And part of that's the Ravens defense and part of that's the, the quarterback play because I think the Colts defense, especially their front, is outstanding. Great speed. But, uh, like, look, let's give credit where it's due when it's due. He did not set the world on fire. He did not. Uh, we won our fantasy game, my son and I, but we did not win it because of uh, more in spite of Lamar Jackson statistically, but who cares? Won the game. Some he'd struggled to do to win a game without dominating a game. And he did just enough. He was sound with his ball handling. He turned it over less and they won. Can you play well when you're not playing well? And the Ravens did, or at least Lamar Jackson did. And they got the win. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific. On the other side of that, by the way, Philip Rivers is kind of washed, right? I mean, how bad was that play when he uh, throws the interception and then he's the dead cockroach and they just jump over him? So bad. Oh, man. So bad. That play is way worse than the butt fumble. Like, we make fun. People make fun of the butt fumble because they didn't like the, the Jets or didn't like Rex or didn't like Sanchez or whatever. But, I mean... The butt fumble has nothing on what happened with a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he just looks so bad. Oh, awful. Awful. It, It's almost, I, I you know, the, the Chargers are, I don't know if they're the laughing stock of the league, but they, they've now reached this kind of status where I think everybody thinks they're pretty good. And remember that they have massive injuries. Now four offensive linemen. Um, Derwin James, they believe is their best player and the best defensive player in football. So, and you know, you're without one of your starting linebackers. Like we kind of go through all the different injuries they have. That said, they're still competitive in all of these games, but they find a way, they find a way to lose. And I don't know if anybody else will say this, but I will. Can you imagine handling the departure of Phillip Rivers better? Like normally it's acrimonious, you know? Tom Brady didn't say anything that was that led you to think it was acrimonious, but you know, enough of us knew what was kind of going on to realize that it was. Right? That there was there was something there. And he wasn't going back. He was not going back. There was there was never offered up. I talked to people involved in it. It was never offered up that he might come back. Not a chance. So with that in mind. Can you think of anything better than how the Chargers have handled this thing? Like, they made it seem like, hey, you know what? We would have loved to have Phillip, but he he left. Oh, we miss him nothing but the best. He's the best. I'm going to tell you to a man, like Anthony Lynn, felt like if he had a different quarterback last year, they win 10, 11 games. And it doesn't mean you don't love Phillip Rivers, but he's never been a good athlete. And now, in addition to the knee injury a decade ago, he's over the hill. So you can't run screen passes. You can't run 11 on 11. He doesn't have great. He's always kind of had a funky release. And now he lacks the power to get the football where he wants to get it. And it's not like you can pull and bench Phillip Rivers. The perfect example of how shot his arm is was 
you know, they put in Jacoby Brissett to try and throw uh, a Hail Mary at the end of the first half. Wait, your quarterback can't throw it down that far down the field? No, no. You know, I mean, now, look, Brissett has a big arm. He's not Pat Mahomes. But that was a, that's not something you, it's not like you, most teams do that where they have like a distance kicker and a locational kicker. It's not like one of those deals. They, they basically is like, Philip Rivers cannot throw the ball more than 25 yards. Let's go get Jacoby Brissett, who he got sacked on the play anyway. Or I think he threw it away because he was going to get sacked. But Joel Klatt's our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, 9 a.m. game for USC, which you double-dipped and then in studio because I guess you don't like your beautiful family. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, now that it's happened, and I understand no fans helps it happen, but what's your takeaway from the Pac-12, an idea that was floated a year ago that everybody shouted down? Yeah, I, listen, I thought it worked great, to be honest with you, and I thought that they got a lot of great exposure because of it, and that's really the name of the game because, let's face it, and, and, I've, and I said this on Saturday, and Doug, everyone thinks they love Pac-12 after dark, but it's, it's not. It's a punchline on Twitter, you know, and, and it's a cute line on Twitter for some of those people that, that are up late, and, and I see the ratings, and the rating for USC and, and Arizona was really good, and that was with some tough factors. You know, Michigan's getting beat right in the same time frame. Uh, that's always going to hurt your rating. Then all of a sudden you get the election called right there by media outlets. That's going to, that's going to hurt and it hurt all day. But I, I thought that, I thought that it went really well. And to be very honest with you, and I think you would probably understand and, and agree with this sporting events, players don't really know when sporting events, what, what time they're, they're started. Y- your clock it's like a zero clock. It's like, regardless of when we tip off or kick off or whatever, it's just like, you just have to start my zero clock, right? Like once I'm in the stadium, I don't really care what time of day it is. Like I'm going to, you know, go and, and we're going to play. So I thought that it went really well. You get the, the, the bump from not only the rating of the game itself, but then Doug, I think even more importantly, and this is what the PAC 12 never gets is that, for the entire day, every single studio show across America, what were they doing? Showing highlights of USC's comeback over right. Arizona State. Yeah. So um, I think that that's a huge benefit to their program. I, I agree. Like, I, I understand that Larry Scott's become some punching bag because of some of the mistakes of the conference. But if the idea is to get more eyeballs on football, uh, you know, to sell your brands nationally – it's a great idea. Are there, are there, is there a downfall to it? Like, yeah, if you had tailgating and starts at 7 a.m., like there's a downside to it. Um, but the upside is you get a lot more people from parts of the country that usually don't see you play. And that, that's, that's the, the lifeblood of this whole thing is recruiting and exposure. And you, you don't get it when you're either loading up against the SEC or you're going Pac-12 after dark. That's right. No, that, those are... All things and and to be honest with you, we've got schools in the conference because it's still really up to the individual school that's hosting the game. Yep, and we've got some of these schools that are just so archaic and short sighted and elitist and and snobby. Yes, and so yeah, you know to be you know it's not going to work out this week. Let's just say that, and and we're doing a different window, and their rating's going to suffer because of it. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Joel Klatt, who is a rating spike in his in his own right. Um, huh. 
Okay, so first half I'm watching, and SC's offense couldn't look worse, and you're pointing out that the air raid doesn't work against zone. I know they recovered from an onside kick, and that, that changed the game dramatically. But what else changed for USC? Well, not a lot, to be honest with you. I think that what changed is their defense was able to keep it close, and they forced a couple of field goals, which allowed them to still be in that two-possession game. Uh, and then I think that, that Keaton Slovis did a nice job of staying patient. Doug, you've got to be extraordinarily patient. That offense, it's so good in a lot of respects, and it's such a limiting factor in, in others. You know, the, the fact that they don't read zone movement keys is maddening when I'm sitting there and watching their system because they're trying to run these mesh concepts, these crossing routes, these short, you know, they're like shallow crossing routes. Right, which don't work against them. All the right, time. Right. They just don't work, right? And, like, they keep running them. And I'm like, what are we doing? What's happening right now? It just doesn't make any sense. And, and, and the whole premise of the offense, and let me just step back real quickly. The genesis of the offense, if, if, you, if you don't know, philosophically and structurally, when Hal Mummy and, and Mike Leach invented the air raid, all the way back at Valdosta State, you know, way back when, was this marriage philosophically between the structure of the Lavelle Edwards 1980s BYU passing game with Ty Detmer and, right. and so on and so forth, and the philosophical approach of balance of the triple option. People might think to yourself, like, what are you talking about? Mike Leach and Hal Mummy fell in love with the fact that any player on any given down in the triple option could not only get the ball but hurt you. And that if the triple option was being used um, um, at its best, every single skill position player would get requisite touches during the game. So balance to them was not a running versus passing equation. Balance to them was how many touches are all my skill position players getting? And they felt like the best way to do that was throw the football. Okay, so now we fast forward. Part of the problem is is that they use progression-based reads by the quarterback almost exclusively. And when you do that against zone defense, what you're trying to do is, is exploit space within those zones. But if there are no spaces to exploit because it's a heavy, soft, when I say heavy and soft, that means like drop seven, drop eight right. into a zone defense, and it's a very soft defense but heavy in terms of the leverage that they're using, Doug, there's no space to exploit. So you can't read a progression in order to, uh, to exploit the space or the grass is, is how they say it. So what you have to do is you have to run through it with seam routes like they ended up doing late, or you have to have the ability and the fortitude to hand the football off and, and run it effectively and run the defense out of that soft zone. It should be noted in the very last series after the onside kick, the first two plays, what did they do? Ran the football. And they ran Arizona State out of the soft zone, and then it opened up one of those seam routes in which they finally – hit one on fourth down, and they were able to get it into the end zone and win the game. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I mean, Clemson looked good. I know you start a freshman quarter record. That kid's going to be a top five, top ten pick anyway. Notre, yep. Dame, Notre Dame wins in double overtime. What? What? How do you look at Notre Dame having beaten Clemson but without Trevor Lawrence? Obviously, there's a little bit of an asterisk because Trevor Lawrence is widely considered the top pick in the draft, and and we know that that Clemson is is nearly unbeatable with him. Obviously, LSU did it, but LSU was a historically great team last year. Okay, so uh, there's going to be those that that minimize what Notre Dame accomplished. I'm not going to be one of them because 
it wasn't just the fact that Clemson didn't have Trevor Lawrence. Notre Dame beat them up physically up front. I thought that they owned the line of scrimmage on both sides. Now, I, I would note that it wasn't just Lawrence that Clemson was missing. They were missing uh, Skolski, Tyler Davis. One other player, and I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize that I'm, I'm missing his name right now, but another front seven defender for Clemson was out of the game, which is a big reason why Notre Dame was so efficient uh, running the football. And I thought that was kind of the biggest element of the game, and then they were able to make some plays late. Uh, I would also say that Notre Dame should have won that by about 10 points. You know, they left some points on the field with turnovers and in, in inopportune times, in particular in the red zone, and, and that they could have done a little bit more damage against Clemson. Having said all of that, when you look at the playoff race, I think that if you go fast forward into an ACC championship game scenario, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, I think that the playoff committee is likely to sit there and just put those two teams back into the playoff. You know, we might... We might get a trilogy, if you will, uh, in one season, which is unheard of in this sport, clearly. Uh, but I, I do think that it presents a problem for other teams that are vying for that fourth playoff spot because now Notre Dame has proven that they can play at the top end. And if they're just a one-loss team and that loss happens to be against Clemson when they get all their pieces back, I think Notre Dame probably deserves inclusion into the playoff at that point. Um, all right, uh, you and I are going to have to commiserate on this one. We we were both all on Michigan and all on yeah. Harbaugh and completely bought in. And all right, you, you beat Minnesota, you know, you beat you lose Michigan State. It's Michigan State's biggest game. They didn't play well. Okay. I mean, they got their asses kicked by Indiana. T- t- what, yeah. what, what happened? I You know, they're just not a very good – football team right now you know they they ran the football for something like 18 uh carries for 13 yards Doug I mean Harbaugh's Michigan team ran for 13 yards they had another you know 300 day 300 yard day excuse me put on them by an opposing quarterback that's four of the last five games that they've played under Don Brown that they've allowed 300 passing yards Ohio State last year Alabama in the bowl game and now the last couple of weeks against Michigan State and Indiana uh, Indiana you know, we're talking about Rocky Lombardi and Michael Penix. We're not talking about Ohio State and Alabama. So something's amiss. And, and part of the problem is, is that they just don't cover well on the outside. You saw Vincent Gray continue to get beat on the outside. This is, this is not working. They have to adjust. They've got to do something. If they're not going to be able to run the football, this is going to be a really long season. And now you start looking at it, and you're like, Doug, where do they go from here? You know, obviously he doesn't have a, a huge buyout now because his contract length is not very long. Remember, he's the uh, he's got the shortest contract right now in all of college football. It's up at the end of 2021. Everybody else in the Power Five has longer than that, some of them by factors of five, six, seven years. So, you know, I, this is going to be interesting how this all plays out. This is the worst Michigan has looked under Jim Harbaugh, period. They looked better than this in their very first game under Harbaugh with Jake Rudock as quarterback when they played Utah on the road and lost. It was a Thursday night game that I actually broadcast with Gus. And by the way, I think it was Gus and I's first game together. It was. But we saw that. And, and it was, you know, kind of khaki pants coming back to college football. They looked better that night than they have the last two weeks. Um, conversely, and, and we have a tendency to do this. We talked about Penn State a couple weeks ago. We talked about Michigan. How the hell has Tom Allen done this at Indiana? Oh, he's got so much energy. Uh, you know, he's a former high school coach. Yeah, in well, high, yeah, in, in Indiana, too. That's right. And so, you know, he's he's got the ear of, of those coaches. He's done a heck of a job getting the right type of players. They've developed them well. I think Michael Penix, at quarterback, has done a heck of a job for them. And, and 
you know, a few years ago, actually, I did a bowl game of theirs. I think it was called the Foster Farms Bowl at the time. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I lose track of all the sponsors. But I will tell you, it was up in San Francisco, and they, they played Utah in a bowl game and gave Utah everything they could handle. And I just remember being impressed with him. They won eight games last year. That was their most in, I think, 26 years. Now, all of a sudden, they're, they're sitting here. They beat Michigan and, and uh, Penn State in the first in the same season for the first time in their history. They're doing things that you just – like they're playing as good a football as they've ever played at the university. This is a high point for them, and I think people should enjoy it. I, I, I will tell you that we're going to do the Big Noon Saturday, Indiana at Ohio State next week. Let's hope both teams can stay clean enough from a health perspective to get there, and, and we're going to be in the shoe as, as Indiana plays the biggest game that they've ever played, uh, at least uh, from a football perspective, next week when they face Ohio State. All right, where are you this week? I'm at uh, U of A. So we've got USC at Arizona. We're going to follow USC for one more week, watch them, see if they can grow a little bit, maybe run the football a little bit better, and, and see what they've got going on. All right, now you actually going? Because did you, you called you, did you call the game from the studio or did you call the game from, from the Coliseum? We were uh, in the Coliseum Saturday. We've only done one game from studio, and it was uh, Kansas at West Virginia. Um, and this one, we will, we will be in Tucson, so we'll be on site. Hey, by the way, just you know, for your college football fans yeah. out there, you're going to see a lot of postponements and cancellations this, uh, this week, in particular out of the SEC. You're already starting to see some of those. There's a lot of teams that are in bad shape. Utah's in bad shape. I don't know if they're going to get that game in with UCLA. I would just encourage, and, and I've started, I would encourage the college football playoff to look at these hard dates of December 19th and, and those, those you know rankings and, and when are we going to play those games. Every single sport in America, even the NFL, has talked about soft dates and the ability to move and be flexible, and I think college fo- football should join them. I think if the college football playoff were to be flexible with their dates, it would give a lot of these programs and these teams a lot more wiggle room and these yeah. leagues a lot more wiggle room in the next couple of weeks as we've seen viruses spike across the country. Uh, and, and hopefully that wiggle room will allow us to continue with the college football season, allow the opportunity for these players to play in a safe environment and play as many games as we possibly can. Can you explain the Cal thing? Cal had one kid test positive and they had to cancel the game? Yeah, so that's a Berkeley Health Department deal. I don't think I need to even say anything other go. than that. You got it. We're good. Was there was there a march or a protest shortly thereafter? I think that's usually what follows. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure, but yes, Cal, Cal, um, yeah, they got Berkeley. Yeah, they got Berkeley. That's exactly what happened. All right, safe travels to to Tucson, and uh, we love the call. I love that we got the double dip of of Clat. I was watching Clat all day. Got a chance to see Clat at halftime and after the game. Oklahoma State coming from behind, beating Kansas State. And I uh, can't How about wait. To, that? I know. A I know. Nice little win. That defense came back and played well. That defense is really good. If Spencer Sanders would just not turn the football over, they'd be pretty good. They're, that's a that's good. That's, that's, right. a, that's a talented team. Great job, and thanks for joining us. You got about to see you. All right, Joel Clatt joining us. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Shannon Sharp thinks Pat Mahomes is the Tiger Woods of the NFL right now. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Then I'll make my comments next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, first day of in-person high school for one of my daughters today there, John. She's going to school? She that... went, went to school. She just texted me. She just and me. how's it going? She great. She good. 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 I mean, she's just like people in class. It's so weird, you know? So, uh, yeah, interesting. Always interesting. You know what's even more interesting is like the, I, I, I don't know about you guys, I hated school. Did you like school? I loved school. You I did? loved I loved high school. I loved junior high. I loved 
college. Why well, not? I'm but sure you love college. John, you also like everything. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. Suzanne would tell you differently, but I did. I, I are you just like a? Are you completely like negative when you're at home? You like saving all your negativity <laughs> for home. That's probably true. Right? If you well, called Suzanne see? right now, she'd be like, "Oh, he's really just negative at home all the time." Really? No, no, no. Oh, I'm just saying that. Yeah. Well, I'm a little bit more. You're like a never had a bad day sort of. That is not true. I don't want to put that up to the nation. You 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 fooled us. Uh, music, did you like high school? I, I didn't, I mean, I, I mean, no. I like, no, no, no. The only thing that I liked about school was, was the girls that going to practice yes. and hanging out with my friends. That's totally it. That's exactly where I was. In college, I started to like school though. Yes. Yes. I mean, really interesting professors. I'm actually still friends with today. Like I found them to be interesting people and I would take notes and interact and I loved, I liked college. I guess I loved it because there's some class that make you take it like, why am I doing why am I doing this? Um, when your kids get to it, maybe it depends upon your age, but I actually like, I tell my kids all the time, like you're, you're writing an English paper. Ooh, let me help you. Let me help you with that. Like I love, and th- they, they get onto me like dad. I, I have to do some of it myself. Like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll do it. It's good. <laughs> Trust me. I know what I'm doing here. I'm really, on the other hand, you don't want to do your kids work and then get a bad grade. And like, wait, wait a second. Uh, so, I didn't help you on that one. So my, my daughter, I don't know. She didn't know how to do a bio assignment last night. And Angie was just, she was geeking out. She's like, bio? Why don't you just tell me? I mean, I'm so mad you didn't tell me I want to do it. I was like, that's how I feel about history and English. That's, that's the thing. Math. I got, I used to be really good at math and I just, I have no thanks. No interest. No interest. Let's get to what the Fox said. And now. (laughs) This was Shannon Sharp on Undisputed talking about Pat Mahomes and the win over the Panthers. Clearly he's the MVP leader. And Aaron Rodgers is in second place. Skip, 25-1. and one. No, no quarterback in the history has had this many touchdowns with this few interceptions at this point in the season, averaging 299 pass yards per game. 372 with four TDs yesterday, coming off the 416, five TDs last week. Skip, and people are like, well, all that protection. Patrick Mahomes has the most passing yards when under pressure. 684. Only Daniel Jones has thrown more passes under pressure. So let that sink in for a second. Teams are trying to heat him up, and he's beating them up. He's becoming like Tiger Woods in his prime. You would be foolish not to take him against the field. Really? Yes, he's that good. Tiger Woods? In his prime. This is what this kid, Skip, this is what he is. Mm. There's not a throw that he can't make. He can throw it for distance. He can throw it. For, he can throw it with accuracy. He can throw sideline to sideline. He can throw off the wrong foot. Uh, look, I agree. He's. We talked about this last week on how he's. He's. He set the bar so high, and we get fall in love with flavor of the month so quickly. We forget how great he is. I would also point out we could say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. I. I have no problem if you say Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I actually think he was just okay at times yesterday. I mean, look, uh, Carolina had a chance. I mean, it was a really long field goal. It would have been the longest field goal in the history of the NFL. Uh, it was, what, 68 yards? But they had a chance to to win the game late. So it wasn't, and it's Carolina who I love what Matt Rule's doing, but let's not act like the, the, the talent is equal in any way. So I would, you know, if you put Pat Mahomes in there with Aaron Rodgers uh, as the MVP, I don't think anybody would take issue with it. I would also say that I thought, Ryan Tannehill played really well last week. I'm again not MVP, but we 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 kind of clown Ryan Tannehill sometimes because he just is what he is. He threw some absolute dimes yesterday. 
But Chan is not wrong. Mahomes is unbelievable. And we it does, it becomes so normal that you're like, ah, yeah, they won. But he's got all these great players around. I'm like, talked about this last week. We get we get Mahomes fatigue. We get fatigue for everybody. And we we fall in love with the Gardner Minshews. It's not even starting anymore. How about Luton? Give Morgan State first pass, 73-yard touchdown. It's a good way to start a career. You know, you know who's coming on kind of nicely is the Minnesota Vikings. Like, kind of quietly, they're playing playoff caliber football. They're better after getting rid of Yannick Ngakwe, and they've kind of figured out some of their new pieces. Just uh, Justin Jefferson looks good. Obviously, Dalvin Cook is a freak. Absolute freak. He's terrific. Christian McCaffrey got hurt again, right? Shoulder. You know, I, I saw... We'll, we'll talk about this next hour. Talk about this next hour. I got 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 some thoughts there. Uh, Mike Garofolo is going to join us. He's an NFL Network insider. Next hour, he's great. Re- really, really good dude. Plus, he looks like that French uh, soccer coach, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. I'll I'll I'll, I'll Google. I, I got to remember the guy's name. But 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 coming up next, it was Brady versus Breeze last night, and there's some sort of vacillation between. Is Brady the best quarterback still in the league, or does he stink? And I, I think we're actually saying somewhat the same thing, even though some of the commentary has seemed kind of uneven. I'll explain how a guy can be both next on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.